Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Peace and many blessings. When our Lord Jesus was crucified on the cross at Calvary, he opened his mouth and spoke on seven occasions. I will be sharing with you on the first of the sayings of Jesus on the cross whilst he hung and suffered there. And this will be taken from Luke chapter 23, verse 34. And I read, Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And they divided his garments and cast lots. Shall we pray? Our Father, we thank you for your presence here with us today. We thank you for the finished work on the cross of Calvary. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. And we thank you that because you poured yourself out, we can come into your presence today with an assurance that you are here with us. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So now in the events leading up to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, our Lord Jesus Christ experienced every kind of human disappointment, mistreatment, betrayal, and pain that we will ever experience on this earth. And he forgave them all. The first thing he, he experienced was disappointment. He was let down by three of his closest friends, Peter, James, and John. In his greatest hour of need, he had requested these three friends to support him in prayer. They slept soundly and possibly snored in the process and could not keep their eyes open, even though he appealed to them to wake up and support him three times. You may also have been let down by friends in your great hour of need, even as Peter, James, and John let down Jesus and disappointed him. He was also betrayed. He experienced betrayal. And he was betrayed by a very close ally named Judas. He actually sold him for 30 pieces of silver to the chiefs and the scribes. And he showed them for these 30 pieces of silver the best time to, be, to catch Jesus and the best place to arrest him. You may have experienced betrayal from a friend as well. He was denied and abandoned by Peter and the other disciples. Whilst the other disciples promptly disappeared and abandoned him, Peter, even Peter, who followed at a distance, was quick to deny him on three occasions when somebody pointed out that he, it seemed that he was associated with Jesus. He denied Jesus three times. It's possible that you've also been denied and abandoned by people you expected to stay with you and support you. He was also misrepresented and falsely accused. 
the elders and scribes and Pharisees misrepresented and falsely accused Jesus and said that he was an imposter and a blasphemer. You may have experienced this uh, same accusation and misrepresentation. He was also abused and mistreated. He suffered both verbal and physical abuse. The rulers and the soldiers mocked him. They beat him up. They spat on him. They put a crown of thorns on his head. And they cut lots for his clothes whilst he hung there dying. He was also rejected. The public, the general public accused him of subversion. And they rejected him, choosing a murderer and an arm robber over him. You may have gone through one or all of these, or some of this, from people around you and are therefore badly hurt. But Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. At the cross of Jesus, therefore, we come to a crossroads of forgiveness. It is at the cross that Jesus showed us the example of true forgiveness. And it is at that same cross that we also receive forgiveness for our sins. As he forgave the people who mistreated him, we also received forgiveness for our sin. We cannot take advantage of one and leave the other. The two come as a package. Therefore, to assess God's forgiveness, we do need to give others access to our own forgiveness. Jesus illustrated forgiveness using two stories that he told. The first was the story of the prodigal son, which we find in Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to 21. In that story, and I will emphasize on verse 20, in that story, Jesus told the story of a man who had two sons, one of whom asked for all his inheritance, went to a far country, spent his inheritance, and began to be in want. He could not even find food to eat, and he decided to return to his father. Bible records in Luke chapter 15, verse 20, that he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Notice that he was still a great way off and his father saw him. I am sure his father must have been looking out for him from the window. And he saw him and ran and embraced him. So even before he had spoken, even before he had asked for forgiveness, he had compassion, he embraced him and gave him that forgiveness. This was one of the illustrations that Jesus gave of forgiveness. The second story he told us to illustrate forgiveness was about um, Peter coming to him and asking him how many times he ought to forgive his brother when he offends him several times. And in this scripture, we will read Matthew chapter 18, verse 22 to 25, but we will emphasize verse 28 to 30. 
Verse 28 says, But that servant, this one was a story of a servant who owed his master. Now, as his master was taking accounts, he realized he owed him in today's world millions of dollars. And therefore, he said, Pay what you owe, or I throw you into the, the jail. The servant fell at his feet, Bible records, and begged his, his master in verse 23 and said, Please forgive me. Forgive me and I will pay you later. Let's read verse 23. It says that, Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And, but as he was not able to pay, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and that payment be made. The servant therefore fell down before him saying, Master, have patience with me and I will pay you all. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave him the debt. And that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And he laid hands on him, took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe. But his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I'll pay you all. But he would not, and went and threw him into prison till he should pay his debt. And when his fellow servants saw what he had done, they were grieved and came and told their master all that had been done. So notice that this servant owed his master what would be millions of U.S. dollars in today's world. Whilst his fellow servant owed him just about 22 U.S. dollars. He was forgiven those millions, but would not forgive the 22 dollars that was owed him. And Bible says he took that servant, his fellow servant, threw him into prison and insisted he stay there till he pays the debt. Indeed, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 15, Jesus said that if we do not forgive others, our Heavenly Father will also not forgive us. Remember from these stories and from what we have read, that the people who mistreated Jesus did not ask for forgiveness. Jesus gave it because he knew that it would provide me and you access to God's forgiveness. Also remember that the people who were mistreating him had not stopped what they were doing. In actual fact, whilst he was yet speaking about forgiveness, they were sitting at the foot of the cross, dividing up his clothes and casting lots for them. But Romans chapter 5 verse 8 says that, But God commended his love towards us, in that whilst we were still sinners, Christ die for us. God demonstrates his love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So the question is, why is it that we set conditions for others before we forgive them when we so freely received forgiveness? 
Why is it that we have imprisoned people in our unforgiveness jail and put the label unforgiveness on the door and have refused to release them? As long as we remain, that we, we keep those people in the prison, we also remain as jailers at the prison. And we cannot leave the prison ourselves. So we stay there in the prison with them, we keep them in the jail, and we stand at the door as jailers. And so unless we let them go, we cannot experience true freedom. So let us open our prison doors. Let us release our prisoners. Let us let them go. Let's open the doors and let them go so that we will also experience God's forgiveness and true freedom. Because Jesus said that if we do not forgive, our Heavenly Father will also not forgive us. True forgiveness, which we have experienced from God, demands that we also give access to forgiveness to other people. We want to now enter into a short time of prayer. Remember what Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. As we enter into this short time of prayer, we want to just focus on the word we have heard. We want to focus on what God has told us in his word today. Take a moment and reflect on the word we have heard from the Lord. There may be people who have wronged you. It is true. They have done you great harm. It is true. They have mistreated you. It is true. They have denied and abandoned you. It is true. They have rejected you. It is very true. And there's no doubt about it. They have falsely accused you. That is very true. They have subjected you to physical and verbal abuse. That is also true. But Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. As we reflect on God's word to us, as we reflect on what Jesus told us in the story of the servant, as we reflect on how merciful God has been to us, ourselves, how, how merciful God has been and how much he has forgiven us and how many times he has forgiven us, though we didn't deserve it. We want to just reflect on those we have kept in the jail in our hearts, those we have imprisoned and not let go. We want to say we release you. We want to call them by name and say, I forgive you, I release you. We want to open the jail and let them go. We want to open the jail and allow them to go. And as they walk out of that jail, we will also experience true forgiveness and true freedom. We want to spend a moment of time, just reflect, just go back into your life. There may be somebody that you are holding in that jail. For some of us, we are holding several people in the jail. For some of us, it's one person that we can't seem to let go. Just open the door. Just ask for grace from the Lord. Open the door and let them go. Open the prison doors and let them go. Open the prison doors and let them go. And say, I forgive you. 
I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. We want to ask for forgiveness. We want to ask for forgiveness for ourselves now. We want to just trust God and say, Father, we come to you today. We also come and we ask for forgiveness from you. Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 says, Come now, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Now that we have forgiven others, we want to ask God for forgiveness. We want to ask God to forgive us as well. As we have let others go, we want to ask the Lord God to forgive us. We want to say, Father, forgive us our wicked ways. We want to say, Father, forgive us for we have sinned. We want to ask that God, there are many things you have told us to do which we haven't done. There are things you have asked us not to do that we have done with impunity. There are certain things you have told us not to do that we have neglected to do. And we have refused to do. And we want to come to you for forgiveness. Oh, forgive us, Father. Forgive us according to your word. You say if you confess our sins, you will be faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Oh, we come to you, O oh God. Oh, Masiki and Baba. Oh, Satandere Biboro. Besan kiram masuturu musiki anda, bosha talaba baya tafanda baba, bosi kianda baba baya sakianda, mosta talaba mama maya, hey ya la kuram masatafianda. We ask for your forgiveness, O God. We ask for your mercy. We ask for God for the grace that you have assured us of, O God. You said that if we we should come boldly to your throne room. And we will find grace and mercy to help in time of need. We have come to you, O God, and we ask that you forgive us. We ask that you forgive us, even as we are forgiven others. We ask for your forgiveness, O God. Oh, blessed be your name. We ask for your forgiveness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood that was shed for us. That gives us access to the forgiveness of the Lord to forgiveness that is true, to freedom and to liberty. We ask that you forgive us. We come, O oh God, to you because you sent your Son to be the propitiation for our sin. And not for our sin only, but for the sins of the whole world. We come to you for that forgiveness that you have assured us. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Now we want to pray for our nation God has promised us that if we are to come to him and we humble ourselves and call on him he will forgive our land and he will heal us we want to pray for forgiveness for our nations 
Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 2 says that the seed of Israel separated themselves from the strangers and confessed their sins and the sin of their father. We want to ask God to have mercy on us as a nation. There are many things we have done in this nation that God may be displeased with. Bible says that righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. As a nation, there are many times that we have indulged in corrupt practices. There are many times that we have withheld justice from the poor. There are many times that we have shed innocent blood in this nation. There are many times that out of greed we have squandered and we have taken the nation's resources and we have left others in abject poverty. Let's lift up our nation. Let's confess our sin as a nation and say, have mercy on us, O God. Have mercy on us as a nation, O God, and forgive us our sin. Shall we just pray and just lift up our nation, Ghana, before God? Oh, my son, Darababaya, Katafiada, Yesakan Darababa, Botalambolomo, Sikian Darababa, Ilasuturumo, Shandarababaya, Katafanda, Bosatiandurumo, Sikian Darababa. Forgive us as a nation, oh God, in this era of COVID 19. We can see that there are many things that are not as important as we thought they were. There are several things that we do as a people that we realize are not as important as we thought they were. We want to just give them up and we want to say, Father, forgive us. Forgive us for as a nation we have sinned and have mercy on this nation. Have mercy on us as a people. And deliver us, O oh God. Deliver us from our sin. And let the blood of Jesus, which is shed for us, oh, deliver us. Misakandara Baba. Boshandara Babori Mikayakanda. Bosatayan Doro Mosikiandara Babaya. Boshandian Doro Bosakatafanda. Bosandara Babaya Katafandara Babaya. Heya Sura Masakatala Mama Maya Sakianda. God said, You will hear from heaven if we pray, and He will send times of refreshing, even unto us. He will send His forgiveness. He will heal our land. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Let the times of refreshing come upon this land, oh God. Let newness come, oh God. Let mercy come even upon this nation, oh God. Let the dew of heaven bring us a refreshing. Show us thy glory once more. Let the dew of heaven bring us a refreshing. Show us 
let the dew of heaven bring us a refreshing so as thy glory once more. God has promised us times of refreshing. He has promised us times of newness when we call upon him when we cry out to him and we ask for forgiveness he has promised healing and times of refreshing and therefore we want to just at this time just offer thanksgiving to God just lift up your voice and say thank you Lord we want to thank God for his mercy we want to thank God for his grace we want to thank God that He has forgiven us as individuals, as a people, as a nation. We want to say thank you, Lord. We want to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the blood that was shed at Calvary. Thank you that because of that blood, we as persons and as a nation have received forgiveness. We want to say thank you. We want to just offer thanksgiving unto God and say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because you are good to us. Thank you, Lord, for sending your Son even to shed His blood that we in our sin may go free, may go scot-free. Thank you that you have given us the grace to forgive others. Thank you that you have given us grace to let others go. Thank you for your goodness to us. Thank you that even in the midst of this disease, you have spared us somehow as a nation. And we ask for your forgiveness. And we say thank you. Thank you for that forgiveness that you have given to us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the times of refreshing that you have brought to us. Thank you for the newness that you have brought to us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let the dew of heaven bring us a refreshing so as thy glory once more, show us, show us thy glory, O Lord. Show us thy glory, O Lord. Let the dew of heaven bring us. A refreshing show us thy glory once more. Let the dew of heaven bring us a refreshing show us thy Our 
Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the assurance that we have from your word. We thank you for the finished work of Jesus on Calvary. We thank you the forgiveness that came through the cross. We thank you, O oh God, that through that finished work on the cross, we have access to your presence and to your forgiveness. We thank you that your forgiveness is unconditional. We thank you that we have cried out unto you today and you have heard us from heaven according to your word. And you have forgiven us and you have set us free. We thank you for the liberty that Christ has given us. We ask, O God, that even as we walk in this liberty, we will show forth your praise even to others. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name have we prayed. Amen. Amen.